guys, it's Lo, back with another podcast today, and today I have a special guest in the building. My husband decided to join me, so um, we're going to just kind of flow today, y'all can just kind of hear how we discuss things, and just, we're going to talk about the topic at hand, which is of course, all the rioting and going on in the racism, and um, you know, my husband is a black man in America, so as, as a black woman in America, I definitely feel the pain of this man's family. Um, I fear for my husband every single day, to be honest with you, because you just never know. And we can't just turn a blind eye to this situation because we have sons, daughters, ourselves, you know, our communities, friends, family. It could be any of us. So we can't be so selfish and say, you know, oh, it wasn't us, so we're just not gonna, you know, put our two cents in on it, so, you know, prayers go out to the family, because it's a shame, you know, that it took this man losing his life for this chain reaction to have occurred, um, and it's so unfortunate, but, um, I'm just gonna speak, you know, from the heart today, and just kind of give my listeners just, you know, a view of what it's like to be a black person in America, so, for me, I grew up in a small town. Um, when I was a little older, my family and I moved to um, Eras, Louisiana. And Eras is a small town. They probably have like, oh my God, like maybe five, six black people and the rest are all white people. So, I grew up around predominantly white people. And um, it wasn't really until I got older that I really started to experience racism. But I remember one time um, I was in high school and they had this guy in my class, in biology class, and he was on the football team and he ended up being my partner for the project. And the thing is with him, like everybody would say how he was racist and he was like a redneck and he didn't really care for black people. So that was just my perception of him. So one day we um, we're writing our paper, and he just really couldn't get the, um, project that we had, you know, he wasn't understanding what we had to do, so I had to take extra time out and help him with what was going on, so we just started talking, and I, I really don't understand what happened, but he just started talking to me, he's like, you know, Lori, like, you're a real cool black girl, like, you know, and I'm really not racist, he was like, but whenever I was younger, I had went home from school and I had told my parents that I had a crush on a little black girl and he was like my parents beat me and from that day on that's all he knew about black people and you know in that moment it really dawned on me to say wow you know what I'm saying like you were raised to hate black people with no no cause a black person never harmed you never did anything to you, you know, but it's automatic that that's going to trigger something in this man for the rest of his life, to know that his family beat him for even, not even seeing color in another person, but he just genuinely felt some type of way about a girl that he liked, you know, and there's been many opportunities and times where I've, I've had to encounter it, I've, I've applied for jobs and you know, when I got there, like, I've been told, you know, uh, you, your voice sounds different than how you look on the phone. And I, I knew what that meant. 
Um, and for a long time, I wasn't embracing being black because it was just so much shame tied to it or so much pain or just so much inequality. But, you know, to me, black people are so magical and we're so strong and we're so powerful. And I just can't wait to see the day when we really just use all this energy and put it forth into our communities, into ourselves and come together and find a very good way to get through these things. Maybe just start putting into our communities and building our communities back up and doing more for ourselves, you know, and not really continue to fight for equality, but more so just put our energy into accepting ourselves and being our brother and our sister's keeper. Like, that's where it starts at, you know. So, like, I'm going to let my husband take the mic now and just kind of, like, say, you know, his experience, you know. Like, I'll ask him a few questions and just get his input on it. Um, Autumn's in the background, if y'all could hear her. She's putting her two cents, so. Um, like I said, we just freestyling this. I just want y'all to know we, we just speak from the heart, you know. So, um, babe, you know. You grew up in Olivia, which is a small town, um, predominantly black, but um, the brutality in New Iberia, as far as the cops are concerned, I know that's an issue that has been around for a very long time, um, and I know you haven't really been in trouble with the, with the law or anything, but have you ever like experienced a time where racism was upon you or you know, any altercations with the cops that may have not been just or, you know, just give us give us a walk in your shoes, you know, tell uh, us things that you feel like you struggle with as being a black man. Well, first and most of they know our barrier is really rough, especially uptown. There's, there's a lot of going on, there's a lot, a lot of drug activities, and just a lot of things going on up there. But mainly, the cops, they're bad. They'll ride around, they'll for no reason. Just because you got a young black man driving a nice car. You feel like they automatically assume that it's drug, um, money. drug money. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, and you can work hard for things and buy what you want. It's just, I don't know, New Iberia, it's just too small for you to try to become a black man and raise a family. It's really hard. You feel like you're just automatically targeted, period, like... Everywhere no you go, just... everywhere you go, okay. even stores, it's just all black people are not bad. But if they see one black people cutting up or killing, they feel that everybody is the same. Okay. And that's not right. You just can't judge a book by its color. Definitely. You have to get to know the person or know the person's family or nothing like, something like that. You just yeah. can't say he's a bad guy. Off of the color of his skin. Yes. yes. Um. But at the same time, get back to racism. Racism. Back in the days, to be bad. Now it's kind of faded away, but it's starting to come back now. And these white people want to see us black. Do you mind if I stop you right there? Yes. Now, do you really feel like racism has gone away, or do you feel like we're just being? more aware of it 
because we have phones now and these cops are wearing body cameras and they're having witnesses around that are not standing for the racism anymore. Do you believe that? Or do you believe racism had died down and, it came and it's coming back up? I believe, it's, I believe it's both. It died down and it's starting to show because a lot of people are undercover racism. They might not show it, but deep inside, even like I hate That's it. how they really feel. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know what I'm so. I believe when Trump, not to cut you off, baby, but I believe when Trump was running for office, that is when I started to see that these people felt this way all along. It's just that they needed a platform to openly express it. And because we had a president that'll get up there and say these things about the Hispanic community or the African-American community vouched for the exact issue that we're standing on today. And then, as we just seen, because we just watched him give a speech, it's like, oh, now, because it's because the riots are going on, now he feels as though, and, and I'm sorry, because he had riots when he was running for election. I remember a lot of people attacking people of color, and this is the thing. I feel like if people are Hispanic, Latino, African American, Native American, Indigenous people, people of color. Because you can't just say, oh, it's a black person. And I'm Hispanic, so it's not my issue. Honestly, babe, I looked up the incarceration rate last night. There's more African Americans and Hispanics in the system than any other race. So that's also a thing that I feel we we don't talk about. We... We want white people to accept us, but we have, you'll have a Mexican to discriminate against a black person also. You get what I'm saying? And we're not even coming together as people of color. That's because they want it to be like that. They want us to bicker and fight amongst each other, not get along. White don't eat white. As black people, we can't get along. These white people, they, they friendly, they go eat picnic together, all that. Us black people, man, we can't be in the same area, on the same store, on the same parking lot, or the same restaurant. But we don't want to kill one another. The system is built for us to fail. And us black people, we're not seeing it. Some of us are seeing it, but not all of us. But if all of us start to see it and be on the same side, we'll take over the world. Because we're the dominant race. Okay. Us black women can produce multiple kids. Like white people, they only could do maybe three, four kids and that's it. Us black people have ten kids and won't have a problem with it. They cool with that. I mean it's it's evidence, you know, this country was founded on people of color, I mean And Trump right now, he's getting scared because all this riot going on. But that's kinda good. In a way because oh, y'all show that on T V that that the evangelism and burning buildings and cars, that's good. Let them do that, because we're paying for it anyway. Us, us taxpayers are paying for all that. So it don't even matter. But it takes for that to happen for the world to say, oh, 
it's a bad place. You know, they, they tearing up the world. Look how they acting, look how they acting. Honestly, honestly, it, it had got to the point when we was just seeing so much killing of black people on TV, we, we started to get, like, desensitized to that stuff. Like, like, oh, here's another black person, or that's just what the cops do. Nah, like, in a way... I'm so happy that people are taking this stand. And I told you that the other day we were talking about that. I said, baby, you know, these, these, this new generation is not our ancestors. You know what I'm saying? This generation is going to fight for their rights. I mean. Yeah, these days, those young kids ain't taking no short money. You take anything from a bag of chips, they're going to kill you. They don't want to fight. They're going to kill you. There's no thinking twice about it. They don't care these days. And that's just the way it is. I'm saying. And if they don't stop, if the cops don't stop, the people is going to start killing the cops. And then the people is going to take over the world. There's going to be no more cops. No more protection. It's just going to be everybody for themselves. So I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have the solution to the problem. Either I, I just feel like it's just been a long time coming. I feel like, you know, and I'm happy we could do this today. And, like, you know, as soon as I could figure out ways to take calls, <laughs> I would love to be able to hear what y'all have to say and, and put, you know, this is what it's about. This is what these platforms are about for us to discuss. And the discussions are going to start making the change. If we don't start talking about this and we keep sweeping it under the rug, nothing is going to change, you know. So um, I'm very glad that you came on today, babe, and just expressed yourself. I appreciate it from a black man's perspective. No problem. Um, yeah, guys, I mean, this is just something that I just had to address. Um, my podcast is not predominantly about these things, but, um, you know. It was just a topic and a focus we were just looking at on television today. We did just decide to do a little podcast. Discuss it, you know. So um, thanks for tuning in. Um, I would love to hear any feedback. Thanks for supporting me. Um, y'all just keep tuning in and listening, man. I, I plan on growing my channel. I plan on growing my podcast. I would love to have more people on. If you're interested, get at me. And y'all have a blessed day. Y'all stay safe. I know there's going to be a lot of riots going on um, in the next few weeks. Protect yourself at all costs. Stand up for your rights because we have this right. Exercise his right to protest, man. Um, be as peaceful as you can. You know, don't don't act stupidly. Be wise. Exercise your rights. And stay safe out there. Y'all be blessed.